You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. What's up, little cowboys and cowgirls? We're back. Dallas, season one, episode six, Enemy of My Enemy. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing it big tonight. It was a big episode. It I'm was. your host, AJ Gibson, along with my lovely co-hosts. I'll let you introduce yourselves. Dorinda Barker. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> you always forget that you're the girl. I, I, I know it's hard. Look at you. <laughs> differentiate, but... Yeah, we, well, go, we go like this. I know, well, because like all the other shows, we always go like this. Ladies first. So, oh, yeah. Clearly. I know, Hello. you guys are total Confusing. gentlemen. Confusing. I get respectful. And I'm Ryan, everyone. <laughs> oh, Lord. Respectful? That is not one word that has ever been used to describe you in your life. <laughs> Me? Yes, you. I have tons of respect. So, ladies, we're so excited to have you back. I know. Since you were hungover and able, unable to make it last week well, after the 4th of July. Sorry. We partied a little too hard. Too many firework parties. I know. We almost missed it, too. Like, I didn't see one firework. Yeah, what if no one showed I did. I did it. Huntington Beach. Beautiful. Uh, God bless America. I didn't even I go out till 10 p.m. that night. You're a mess. And somehow I damaged myself. <laughs> Luckily, we were, all, we're all in one piece, and we're back covering this yeah, fantastic yeah, show. Yeah. We're coming into the second half of the first season. Yeah. Episode six. Big one. Good. Yeah. Picked up where the last one left off. Um, a lot of stuff going on. South Fork now belongs to JR, kind of. We find out that, that that maybe not all of South Fork belongs to JR, though, which is kind of yeah. cool. That's one of the big, big topics of this episode, and I think we should probably start with that. Yeah. Um, I actually, Mineral rights. I actually, do you like how I wrote down the word dead instead of deed? I spelled it wrong. I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like looking at my notes. I'm like, dead. Who looked, died? I, I looked down, too, and I was like, someone's There's dead? no Who? A in deed. What episode did we watch? Yeah, really <laughs> That's next week. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. They did tease that there's, there's going to be death. some good predictions. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope Marta doesn't die. She seems like the obvious choice, but she's so crazy. She can't yet. Like, no. She just has to be, yeah. like, in the shadows for the rest of, with, you know, knifed pictures everywhere. Wearing, she's a chameleon, though, yeah. because every time you see her, she looks completely different. Yeah, I always me, think they re- She's I like the Madonna like, of Dallas. Like, three different episodes this season, I thought they recast her. I'm like, is that a new actress again? <laughs> But she's just wearing like some random like tight dress. She looked hot. I can only Amazingly tell that the scar. Amazingly hot. Her the scar and her lip. Like that's All the only one that I can. What with the women in the scars? Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say because I thought Rebecca got recast after a couple episodes too. But she, I noticed she has that scar in between her eyebrows. Yeah. Like, oh, They're all like Rebecca. Dallas Harry Potters. Like weird little things. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whenever Cliff Barn gets All near. All the, the Ewings went up against Lord Voldemort. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, you did think that uh, the... The, oh, the one the, guy. The P.I. guy. Yeah. Like the guy yeah. that turns I swear that J.R.'s henchman is the guy who turns into the rat on Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't even know what he is. I don't know his name either. Yeah, I'm, whatever. I'm a good fan. <laughs> Marta also pulled a full on Nene Leakes and she's like, I'm rich. Yeah. I'm very yeah, rich. She yeah, she did. Nene Leakes, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm ri- yeah. Yeah. Too funny. I love her. So what is the deal? J.R. gave away 14% of it. So well, that yeah. Apparently, uh, he gave away fourteen percent to the the what's the guy's name? V- uh, Vincent. Yes, but Vincent to like the Venezuela, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, they're they're in Bedell Souls. Yeah, some dirty, dirty people from south of the border. Right, um, and they have to if they don't hit their deadline to get the oil to them, they have to pay an extra or it's even more than that because 14 percent is like yeah. the starting point right yeah, yeah i think so yeah it's 14 percent of the oil yes is that's what they have to pay back to them and i don't know what it is Did, i don't or is that their payment plan because i thought that was a payment plan then they lose the then they lose everything, everything. right because so wait so, like so, like like layaway like a payment plan <laughs> yeah, sort of well, okay that's right. like paying a mortgage because right. they're laid on the mortgage they lose it oh they lose their lives the right. they lose the deeds yes the and deeds of the Moulin Rouge. 
every week. Every, we bring that up every week. Well, because we're, who says deeds gay. anymore? Who yeah. has the deeds? I know. Well, well, you know who had the deed? Jock. No, Jock. No. no. Jock's Ellie, father. Ellie's father. Ellie's father. Mr. Southworth. For, I don't even know who. He was never even alive. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even alive in the original. But his yeah. desk is still there, and the key was still there in the desk. So mm-hmm. originally, let's backtrack a little bit before we get ahead of ourselves, though, yeah. before I get ahead of myself. So... Rebecca, they kind of uh, hinted to this last week. I'm not sure if you saw the episode because you were drunk. Um, <laughs> but last week, Rebecca and Tommy? Yes. yes. They Aren't those characters from Brothers and Sisters too? Rebecca and Tommy? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Somebody needs to change these names. That just I saw I it confused. hit your brain yeah. while you were saying, like, that just hit me. I'm pretty transparent. Yeah. Um, did you see the wheels turning? No, they're not. Um, so... <laughs> Rebecca has been helping Tommy look through these documents to try to find something to kind of nail down this this deal and blackmail the Ewings and get control of South Fork and make billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Rebecca, as we thought last week, wasn't really helping Tommy. Right. She was trying to help find a document to hide from Tommy, to take to Christopher, to take to Bobby, to help them get South Fork back. Mm-hmm. Right. So she wants to get back in Christopher's good graces. Um, he's not even speaking with her right now. She's kind of devastated by it because yeah. I think she genuinely loves him, which we find out at the end of the episode she does. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's pretty tied to him, which we yeah. find out later. Um, so she goes to the house and the maid lets her in. She's, she's a big part of this episode. She let a lot of people the, in this house. I was going to say, the maid just keeps letting she's, people she's in. Like yeah. anybody in. Sure, come, come in. on in. I hate JR. Anything, anything I can do to help. Yeah. Does anybody notice, though, every time they walk in and they're like, the maid let me in, yeah. I don't think she likes you very much. Everybody's yes. <laughs> or, I don't think right. she likes you. The maid constantly has that look on her face like, yeah, the maid mm. gives like total shit. She has no lines, but she will like read with an eye. Like, Fierce mm-hmm. profile, we call it. Right. Mm-hmm. Fierce profile. Mm. So, she lets everybody in. Rebecca goes and takes this piece of paper to um, to Christopher and to Bobby that she sneaks away from Tommy. And the paper basically says that while JR, the sale of South Fork, the actual property to JR through Del Sol uh, is legit. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Mr. Southworth, Ellie's father, had another deed drawn up for the... Mineral rights. Mineral rights to south, the land, everything below the land in South, south right. Fork, mm-hmm. which was divided up equally between the three sons, Bobby, Jr., and Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary, years ago, had signed over his rights to the minerals to Bobby. So now, if they can find this actual, this is a replica that, that Rebecca's brought to them. She's got an invoice. Yes, an invoice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if, if they can find the original document, that means that Bobby now has control of everything below the ground. So JR can, that's exactly the opposite of what they both want. Because JR wants what's in the ground, yeah. and Bobby cares more about what's built on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's let's just make it. Let's just make it more confusing yeah. for all of us. I mean, but it really levels the playing field. Completely. Um, they both have something the other wants. And think about this. Now, the grandfather did this by giving the grandsons this. Don't you think he saw that coming out of Jacques? Because Jacques wanted to drill on the land. Mm-hmm. Right. As smart. Oh, smart. yeah. I tell you, something about land, because I've seen it before, like in real life, mm-hmm. with land and anything like that, if people see it coming, you always wait to the will. Right. And you yeah. always know how someone feels about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I don't think there's any land. I want someone to leave wills me. in my family. Yeah, I, I want some land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a backyard and a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Like my parents passed away, and they leave the swimming pool to me and like the house to my no. sister. Like, <laughs> where we come yeah. from? We're from elite. Yeah. We're elite class. Back you can in Ohio. get what's in the ground. With yeah, chlorinated water. Yes, <laughs> chlorinated water. So, um, so now. Bobby, not so trusting of Rebecca. Christopher mm. definitely doesn't trust Rebecca. Yeah. He's looking right. at he's her. He's not like, having it. Yeah, he wants no. nothing to do with her. He yells at her, you're yeah. a liar. Yeah, and she, I think she expected that re- response, yeah. and mm-hmm. she handled it. She took what you know is coming to her, um, because he has a right to be upset with her, Absolutely. kind of, to a degree. Yeah. I also love, like, when they, like, read each other. Like, you know, most people start their cars and rev up and drive up. He has a silent car, so it just goes, ee. Yeah, he has, like, an electric car, <laughs> so and he gets like, in there's like, I'm going to drive away. He's like, I don't believe a <laughs> word you say. And then it just like leaves in silence. It's like yeah. hanging up on someone by doing this, like just hitting the button. And you yeah. can't, like when you used to slam the phone. Or like watching a horror film where they don't put the sound effect to the knife in, the, the, the metal sound. Yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah. Not exciting. There's no I don't end. like horror films. He need, I know, you're, you're scared. You're, um, you're, you're scared. I, what? I don't know what I almost said. But so <laughs> she leaves this document and Christopher's kind of leery. Um, but then he's like, we'll take it from here. Mm-hmm. She's like, she offered to help further. 
um, because she's the one who has you know the in with with Tommy, and because she's kind of playing both sides still. But they're like, no, we got this. We got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. So they go to look for the original document, correct? Mm-hmm, and yes. Bobby <laughs> decides, hey, there's a random garage on the property right. where Ellie's father's stuff is still being stored. And you made the comment, Ryan made the comment, he's like, that's all he has left? I'm like, this guy died in like the 60s. I mean, <laughs> he was never in the original series, which started yeah. in the late 70s. Who knows? I mean, that was Ellie's father. Who knows how long he was gone? That's just yeah, awesome right. that they have more storage there than they have room. Yes. Like, and like, why do you need to keep these old things? <laughs> right. Like, there's well, like a kitchen table out there, There's whatever, but they find Ellie's father's desk. Mm-hmm. And within five minutes, yeah, and very conveniently, <laughs> thank you TNT. Um, they find a key inside of a boot, a little right. like a little toy boot or something uh-huh. that's chilling on the desk. I'm like, it's been sitting there for that long, and nobody noticed. Yeah, okay. nobody noticed that. Yeah. No, because from the invoice, the deed was draft. It looked was like a deed from like 1941 or something. Really? It was like something that they must have like redone. Because oh. I just saw the year on it, like 1941. But I want to go back and kind of rewatch it and see exactly what it said because I just mm-hmm. caught that tail end of it. So it has to be something that you know could have already been around, but like then, separating those two from a long time ago. And he just went ahead and did it. So, so. when the original was drawn up, though, it had nothing to do with with Bobby and JR and then, then if it was drawn 70 some years ago correct? I don't know that's what I want to go back and see like yeah. just make sure exactly what I was looking at because it, it could have I could so be that's mistaken some, but that's some foresight it was in- I don't know it was interesting I so well they go find this and key and, it, and it's a key to um, what is the ran- or what is the Union National no it's Texas not. Texas National Texas National, National Bank. Bank you just make up stuff when you don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Union National unless he drinks his <laughs> It's whiskey. Um, I like so to yeah, get things light. Right. So they the have last to go to episode. Sk- yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they head to Texas National Bank with this key, and they get the safe deposit box that had been not been opened since since he was alive. Right. Yeah. So the sixties or the seventies, who knows how long it's been since mm-hmm. Mr. Southworth worth was around and they're going through it and they find some like random what did they find in there? They found a gun gun. other paperwork birth certificate like old school Smith and Wesson Ellie's birth certificate Mm -hmm. and uncle's discharge papers from the from the armed forces and stuff like that they had a lot of old documents yeah Mm -hmm. but then Christopher did find actually the original deed Mm -hmm. to the Moulin Rouge yeah and (laughs) It was like written in like calligraphy. I mean, yeah. It was like that's old school. It was an old school yeah. deed. It was parchment yeah. paper. Parchment yes. paper at all. Yep. It looked like it held up pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's been in a box, so yeah. it hasn't been tampered with. So okay. I can, all right. I, you know, Fair enough. So they find that. they find this original deed, mm-hmm. and oh, but before this, I think we did miss. I did miss a point here. Before this, Christopher actually told Bobby, he's like, "Look, we don't need to look for this deed because mm-hmm. he has the DVD." The sex mm-hmm. tape. The sex tape, yes. But um, here's my problem with that. Mm-hmm. Why would he think that... Because there's nothing really on it aside from those two knowing each other. And but, her real name. That's part but of it. But is there any... But is there any... Like was Because basically it showed that he knew her real name, so mm-hmm. he knew that this was going on ahead of time. And so yeah, basically and what happened last episode was if they get proof that JR knew about this ahead of time, then the whole goes um, sale off. goes off. Yeah. Okay. So him going to the police would have been mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so John why doesn't Ross he just would be do committing that? fraud, he'd go to jail. So why didn't he just do it anyway if they were so concerned about because, getting... because why does it always have to go to black? Here's here's why. Because last episode when as I'm sure you remember um, Christopher <laughs> had Christopher had the DVD in his back pocket and right. pulled it out to show Elena then he put it back in his pocket and because Elena made a comment like John Ross would never hurt me like you do right. and he was like okay and he put it back in his pocket kind of showing that he actually does love her and he as much as he wants to take down John Ross he loves Elena more mm-hmm. right. so he didn't mm-hmm. show her the DVD if he released that now she would know about it she'd be devastated right, right. so um, it's like a double edged sword he doesn't want to destroy her because yeah. he still cares about her yeah and exactly. he's already done enough to her yeah, he she, feels yeah right. yeah but mm-hmm. it wasn't really all of his fault they were both kind of you know yeah but then he put that nail in yeah, the coffin from the two episodes right uh, when he threw this. the $20,000 yeah. at her yeah. and he was like well, yeah. Yeah, you're the maid's daughter. Yeah. Right. yeah. 
And then he was drunk last episode. He had a really bad day last yeah, week. Yeah, he had a really bad <laughs> really, day really last really episode. Bad day. Yeah, it okay, good. so he tells Bobby that he has this and he wants to try to blackmail. Yes. And then your favorite quote was, you know, that he's been people that blackmail an eye for an eye makes both people blind. Yes, oh, that's the one I told yeah. you to write down. I'm like, I don't feel like writing. I'm eating, I'm eating a cookie right now. I think I was eating. I don't know. <laughs> that's Thank what we you. should do. We yeah. should pick our favorite quote and then that's what we read. Yeah, that, but that yes. is, that was a good that's a good quote. Mm-hmm. That's a great point because, you know, blackmailing and being underhanded usually doesn't yeah. always work out in your favor as we're starting to see from tonight. Yes, and, and also it's interesting how this is starting to play out because in general Jared's always been the bad guy and Bobby's been the good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely moments where Bobby kind of delves into mm-hmm. that, that gray right. area, obviously. Um, more so out of necessity, I think, over the years. But... It's interesting to see now, like, I'm not completely, completely certain that John Ross will just be the bad guy and that Christopher will just be the good guy. Because it looks like John Ross, in moments, is really trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he is a little bit in the dark, and he's getting screwed over by his daddy also. Mm-hmm. And then at other times, I think that Christopher looks like he's just ready to fight. He's ready to fight dirty and, like, like Dad, look. Right. Kicking, been, this guy's Jared's been kicking your ass for... Generations, a generation now. Like, right. let's do something fight. about it. Let's fight fire with fire. Well, and so, I think too, he's still trying to prove himself, and I mm-hmm. think that's where a little bit where that comes from is he still wants to prove that he is a, a Ewing, no matter what anybody says, Absolutely. and he's willing to fight for that. So he's being a little, you know, probably more aggressive than he normally would had that, mm-hmm. you know, if that factor also, wasn't added. Which is also where Jr. Jr. originally was always trying to prove himself mm-hmm. because in the original series it was Bobby who was like the golden child, right? And they were a cattle family initially. Mm-hmm. So I think Jr. was the new school, the new you know idea. Um, he wanted to take the family in a different direction, so that was his motivation for all those years and led him down a darker path. Right. So now, if Christopher is heading down the, same, the similar path, he could very well end up being the one. And wouldn't that create some dynamics? Absolutely. The good father, the bad son, and the bad father and the good son, and now mm-hmm. how that, and that creates all kinds of different cross rivalries. And now Sue Ellen's involved later in this, later in this episode, and if yeah. she becomes governor, I mean, hell. Ewing's own Texas. That's right. true. A yeah. lot of shenanigans. Scary, scary stuff. Drill, baby, drill. Drill. Oh. How long did it take us? It took us 16 minutes and 46 seconds to get to our first Republican <laughs> reference. <laughs> Sarah Palin? Sarah Palin? Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Nice work, AJ. There you go. Anyways, so what else about this deed? Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything I, I'm not touching on right now? Because at the end of the episode, they take the deed basically and they go to John Ross then and say, mm-hmm. look. We've got the deed. And Bobby explains to him, well, your dad has a third of it, but I've got two-thirds of it. So. I'm you, the winner. Yep. You can sleep here all you want. You can't do a thing to the land. Yeah. Yep. You're so. all hat and no cattle. Yeah. Like yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. That's genius. <laughs> yeah. It's, they, they have the best one-liners. They do. They, they do. just like really your daddy. Do. They must sit around like the writers and just have a few cocktails and you yes. know, get crazy. Yeah. I saw it, Dorinda. You're so <laughs> sneaky. Hey, guys, guess what? Let's talk about Amazon. <laughs> So I mean, she literally was like, <laughs> she literally like this. Hey, Marissa in the box is telling us to talk about Amazon right now, AJ. You're so smooth. Fantastic. Hey, guys, if you have any purchases you need to make, uh, go do them on Amazon. The website's amazing. Everything's so much cheaper. You're, you get your own big take hat. Take a breath. Take a breath. And you can do so by logging on to AfterBuzzTV.com. You're killing me right now. And uh, click on the banner in the top right corner, the Amazon banner. And it, all it takes is one extra click. It doesn't cost you another penny. And it really helps us to do what we do. What is it that we do? <laughs> we subtly <laughs> tell each other to make commercials. Exactly. To go to commercial breaks. No, we're not going to commercial breaks. Hey, oh, look. Oh. Oh, yeah. And she's breathing again. <laughs> so, back. yeah, if you guys could make your purchase on Amazon, on Amazon through AfterBuzz TV, we'd really appreciate it. It's um, really easy. Yeah, so easy. I just, just did click. the other day. It, it gets a little addicting, actually. I know. I'm like, oh, I need to, oh, I want to go buy something online because I can help I can help AfterBuzz. Exactly. I just did fun. it the other day, too. It feels like charity yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's another day. We can still be here. You need You're, to pull yourself together. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are a train wreck. <laughs> I know. That was funny, though. Hey, AJ, look at that sign in the window. I see it. <laughs> Ain't my first trip to the rodeo, sweetheart. So. Rodeo. Rodeo. Oh, that was a nice little nice. yeah. tie-in. Yeah. Okay, so. JR is in Las Vegas. The Sin first thing we see of him, he's got three women massaging him from every angle. Getting a mani, a petty, yeah. and who knows what else he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I love JR. He's hilarious. He's out of control. He's so badass. Yeah. yeah. I want to be JR. You okay? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to look at you for the next 10 minutes because you're still recovering, clearly. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yep. Your uh, makeup's ruined, but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's all right. Well, it turns out JR went to Vegas now um, to 
follow up Cliff Barnes, who's in the casino industry now, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And he wants to get in on this uh, this million dollar buy in on this poker game that's going on in Vegas because he knows that when Cliff Barnes came to town, he really didn't come to town to try to buy South Fork. He there was some in, other plot. Yes, there's another plot, and he wanted to ruffle Jarrah's feathers and distract him from what he was really doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Jarrah's no dummy. Right. So they've been playing this. They've been playing this game Back for and forth. decades. Yes. So now he's in Vegas to play in this poker game to really kind of ruffle his feathers and figure out what it is he's really after. Which he thinks it's bringing <clears throat> gambling to Texas. Yes. Which would be insane. I mean that it opens up so many possibilities for season two. If mm-hmm. Sue Ellen's the governor, and we've got. Old oil, old money, and this new age methane tsunami causing <laughs> technology, um, electric cars. Uh, and then we have. And then, then gambling? We have, then we have yes, gambling. gambling. I mean, let's go to Texas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I would never go to Texas. Hey, on my hey, own. hey. I'm just you kidding. Should I would absolutely go. go. See, everybody, I love Texas. So many friendly people in Texas. Yeah, sometimes. That's you know what, what Tom's. <laughs> written down. A lot of bushes in Texas. Texas A lot of bushes. Way too many bushes for me in Texas. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you, H. Uh, HW. So anyway, so now if if this if this is all going down, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Right. So he's trying to squash this. Mm -hmm. Well, Cliff Barnes sends his assistant, mm-hmm. the sketchy assistant, creepy who I, guy, who I also feel like he was recast because I thought he was the guy from no, Star Trek. It's but still the same guy. No, it's still the same guy. He just put on a few pounds, and he comes in. He comes to Jr. like, "Hey, basically, what are you doing here? Why are you here?" Jr. like, "I want to get on that pay- that poker game." He's like, mm, "It's a million dollar buy-in, invite only." You right. can't afford it. Yep. He's like, yeah. He's like, from what I hear, you don't have the money. He's yeah. like, don't worry about the money. I'll see you later. And he doesn't even ask him to invite him. He just tells him he'll be there. Yeah. Send me the details. Of the email. You know, call me with the details. <laughs> right. On his BlackBerry. He's the only one who doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Because this whole entire show is like an Apple advertisement. Completely. <laughs> you guys pay attention. There's like billboards outside. Everybody has a MacBook Pro. People are yeah. sneaking up on people. To yeah. Take taking pictures. The camera angle is changing. <laughs> silly, silly Apple. We love you. So, um, so... He leaves. The assistant leaves. Mm-hmm. There's something shady about him because Jr. then gets on the phone with creepy rat guy from Harry Potter, who's not actually in Harry Potter, but whatever. His, what's his name? Do we know? Um, no idea. I can't remember his Creep, name. Creeper but he, detective. He calls himself like a bloodhound that he yes. can yeah, yeah, like the bloodhound. Yeah, yeah, the bloodhound. We'll Just send the, me the picture, and I will find her. Yeah. Did you say bitcher? Pitcher. <laughs> Enunciate. What's Carrillo? a bitcher? I don't know. You tell me. So. He sends his little bloodhound. He calls him up and says, um, find out about this assistant because there's something up with him, which we all thought, actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. We even thought that when we met him the first time in episode two. At Cliff yes, Barnes' right. house, yes. right? When, yes. when Christopher, Christopher came over, over there. there. Yes. Yeah. And then he also says, uh, call Del Sol. Was it Del Sol? Yes. And yes. have them wire me a million dollars. And he goes, yes, it's fine. Have them wire me a million dollars. <laughs> I want to call okay. somebody and yeah. ask for a million dollars. Especially, and, and you know, he doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know about the deed yet. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting for the next episode. Is, yeah. you know, he's over here asking for a million dollars and they can't drill. Well, because so. what's his name calls JR about John Ross and lets him know that John Ross is, looks like he's getting in a little over his head. Mm-hmm. And JR says, what do you say? I threw him into the briar patch. Briar patch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let him get himself out, basically. Yeah. Right. This is what. This is what I wanted to happen. See how he deals with this. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it looked like John Ross was going to fall apart. He grabbed his fake oil derrick <laughs> and threw it to the ground and shattered it, which he right. later tried to put back together with glue, like a little right. boy. Like mm-hmm. he was upset yeah. that he broke his like model. In plane. slow motion, it shattered too. <laughs> yeah, it's like a full thing. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. Right. And I, when he was getting ready to throw it over his head, it was metal and like wood. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to scratch this beautiful hardwood floor. <laughs> and then as it hits, I'm like, oh, it's concrete. Okay, we're good. Okay. We're good. Let's smash it. I was like, I was looking out for him. <laughs> <laughs> Might be some beautiful teak flooring. You never know. Right. So, John Ross, it looks like he's getting it over his head. But, and in that moment, it looks like that's the turn from good to evil. It kind of mm-hmm. looked like it was kind of mm-hmm. set up that way. Um, but he's not really in over his head. He, kind of. A lot's going down that he can't really control, but but Jr. always knows best somehow, and mm-hmm. he's not stressed, so I'm not stressed yet. Right, right. Sense? right. Just go mm-hmm. off his stress level. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes with John Ross too is that he he's trying so hard to be that one step ahead, mm-hmm. like his dad is, that he's just not, and sometimes his arrogance kind of gets him in a little bit of trouble, and then he just goes and throws fits, yes. like he went to his mother, yes. and plays that whole exactly. you abandoned me, you always sacrifice things for me ever since I was born, you never do anything for me, and he's he's using guilt to kind of get what he wants rather than necessarily right. just being smarter than everybody. Yes, else. and I think also though I think what makes his character so. Complicated 
complex is that I feel like he legitimately feels those feelings. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's tormented by being sent off to boarding school his entire life, and correct, and, and, and not having the mother and the father that he wanted to have. So now he's trying to prove himself to his dad. He still resents his mother. And I feel like also he does love Elena. Because mm-hmm. he didn't send the email and apparently didn't have, you know, as much to do with any of that as we thought he did. Yeah. And he genuinely right. loves Elena. And I think that also holds him back, too, because as she's talking to him earlier in this in the episode, she's saying, well, now I know you had nothing to do with this. You're a victim like everybody else. Your dad is manipulating blah, blah, blah. And she's hugging him and holding him. And the look in his eyes as they're hugging is kind of like, right. I know a little bit more than you think that I know. And I think I he's... Think- Oh, go, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, I think he definitely knows what he's doing. Though. Like, even when he went to his mom, I think he knew ahead of time that was the card he was going to play with her. Also, in the beginning, he was prepping Elena, saying, I don't know what Christopher's thinking or he might, what lies he might be saying about me. Like, he is, like, prepping for the worst mm-hmm. all over the place. And I think he's, like, manipulating everybody. I think John Ross is better at um, uh, covering up his mistakes. And uh, at, whereas JR, he's got the foresight to not make them. He's always mm-hmm. two steps ahead. Right. John Ross is quickly trying to catch up and cover his ass all the time, but JR is always ahead of everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It just shows yeah. it shows his age, too. It's yeah. kind of like, I mean, he doesn't have the experience. Because mm-hmm. when JR's character originally was on the show back in the late 70s, he was still older than yeah. John Ross is now, right? But, right. Oh, by yeah. a bit. He was like 40 or something. But then back, 30s, but back then, yeah. people looked 40, but they were they 20. All, yeah. <laughs> like, it was weird. <laughs> True. Right? So I don't know how old he was. Yeah. But no, they, I mean, but they all, they also acted older, too. Like, right. they've been around the block. Like, these right. kids, I'm making them sound, sound like these kids. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they right. are not, they haven't been around They were drinking scotch in the morning, you know, we're drinking yeah. a vodka Red Bull. You I know. know. <laughs> I mean, it's like a little different. <laughs> a vodka Red Bull. What are you drinking? In the morning? Right now. Not a vodka Red Bull. Oh. I'm drinking guess, water right now. I guess just the wine will do. How do you think, how do you think my skin looks like this <laughs> at age 27? <laughs> right, lies. <laughs> Half a decade ago. Um, so, another character I think we need to touch on, Marta. Oh. She wasn't in this, this episode a lot, but she had an impact. Right. She did. That dress had an impact. Oh, that she, I have to say, for as crazy as she is, is as hot as she is. Yes, right. absolutely. She's the hottest one well, on the show. She is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Hot women generally are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I mean? yeah. what is it? You can always uh, judge a woman by how crazy she is, by how hot she is. Yeah. Like, that's the saying. Exactly. Yeah. She's but like we're, we're, she's like the crazy version of, like, uh, uh, Sofia Vergara from Modern uh, Family. <laughs> those tight dresses, those curves, that South American flair, but, like, she's the bad side of it. Right. So Sofia plays like a funny, like lovable character. This mm-hmm. is like the opposite. Right. Yeah. This is if, yes. like if this is like if Sophia were on meds and went off of them. This is what she'd become. I feel like I'm not saying she's on meds. No, no, no allegations. But I'm saying Marta is crazy. Absolutely. Oh yeah. She's always popping pills. She's always trying to ma- manipulate people. She's always video recording people having sex. Right. Wearing blue boxers. I'm not still not well, sure. I just about love that. that she like showed up at the house like just so tea like perfect ready to go and she was just like well yeah I've made some mistakes yeah like just, let's move past it and John right. Ross is like you've done this you've done this yeah. and. Well, didn't she say it. she skimmed money off of the Southport deal? Yeah. Well, well, oh no, she goes, I, I got money from the Southport deal. Like, so whatever the deal went, uh-huh. when the deal went through, she got paid right. for what she did. I thought it sounded to me like oh, she yeah, got no, more yeah, off of it no, than no, just no, that. Yeah. She's like, I'm so rich. Well, so she rich. offers the takeaway to take John Ross and run away. Yeah. And he's like, he basically looks at her like, woman, you are insane if you think I'm going... Any- what do you say? I wouldn't... I, went, I wouldn't cross the, the street. Cross the street with you. Why would I leave the country with you? <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> and he push- physically pushes yeah. her out. And then he tells a crazy person that she's She's crazy. crazy. You number one rule with crazy people. You never tell them that they're crazy. Like, I would never tell her she's crazy. (laughs) Oh, hell. (laughs) Did you see those eyes she just gave me? Crazy. Don't do it. She's bipolar. She's laughing one moment. The next moment, she's plotting my death. I love you. Look, I'm not mad at a little bipolar. I dated that one for three years, so I know that's, all that's about it. Let's not even get that started. <laughs> you best so, she, yeah. <laughs> But she is crazy. Legitimately. Yeah. And I said, as soon as he left, I, I said, hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned. You could see it in her eyes. She's not going anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon. Is that an Ohio Unless, saying? It might be. Relax. So, <laughs> unless she is the death next week, because they're hinting at a big death next week. Right. It can't be one of the main characters, but it could be her. Or it could at least look like she dies. Right. She, I, feel I like hope she, not. I love her character. I want I, her to be in more scenes. Yeah. Who could she, they kill? Oh, the I, assistant, maybe? What, what's his uh, name? From? No, I still It could think be the guy that threatened him, him that came in, that he's the one that's doing the deal with him. Vincent. Oh, oh Vincent. Oh, yeah, it could oh, be. Oh, it could be Vincent. He's kind of boring. 
Which I thought Vincent also could have been the one with the knife with on the picture and not yes, necessarily Yes, let's talk her. about that because there, we, we assumed that it was Marta that broke into Elena's house when John Ross went over there and he and Elena walked in. She goes, I swore I left this door. I shut this door. And she goes to take a shower and he walks into the kitchen and there's a knife inside an 8x10 picture of Elena and John Ross. Mm-hmm. And it's just chilling there, and he's like, "Uh oh!" Happened to be on the cutting board. Though, yes, too. on the cutting board. Yeah, you don't want to didn't ruin want to the counters. Counters. Exactly. Yeah, just like they're still very respectful when yes. they're being evil in Texas. Exactly. <laughs> just like how he threw the oil derrick on the concrete floor instead of the nice teak flooring. Right. You don't yes. want to get crazy. They're thoughtful. It's yeah. crazy, it's an but not, show. Not, not too too. Crazy. It's an expensive show for TNT. <laughs> let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So. But he doesn't even look around, really. He kind yes. of glances here and there, and then he's out. He just leaves oh like, Elena there look. to take a bath. Yes. And he's not even really... He doesn't look around the proper... Nothing. Yeah. Nope. He just Doesn't walks. open a closet door. Doesn't and there's nowhere safer to be if there's like a break and it would be completely nude in a bathtub. That's Because that's real safe. Because <laughs> we haven't seen that played out yeah. a million times in every horror film ever. Or how about ever. the South Fork uh, ranch hands? They were like still bailing hay like in the middle of the night. Like just randomly. Like Make sure you keep an eye. Hey, Dorinda, are you going to elbow me? <laughs> Because I think it's time to talk about iTunes, really. <laughs> hey, guys, if you guys like our show, if you love watching Dorinda fall apart every time that we get a note to go to a, a nice little advertisement, <laughs> let us know about it. Get on iTunes and rate and comment. Uh, we will comment back. I love reading your guys' comments, and I love letting you guys know that I appreciate you because I do. And also, there uh, there's also a new app for your iPhone. It's called Podcasts with an S. And you can automatically have every one of your favorite podcasts from AfterBuzz TV downloaded directly to your phone so you can listen to us everywhere you go. Or your iPad, too. Or your iPad, too. But not your iPad 1 like I have. <laughs> the old version. Not clapping for that, are we? I've got an iPad 1 still that I actually sent him to buy one year. We are still together on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> It's always, this is I like gave him. Can, I gave him my credit card. I'm like, can you go buy me an iPad? I don't have time. I'm roasting a turkey right now. And he maybe, went and got it for me. <laughs> maybe we should do couples therapy. <laughs> right on two. On show. Part two, when that comes out on VH1. <laughs> so, let's move into the big character of the episode. She had, I think, the most dramatic um, storyline. For sure. The, for sure. Rebecca. Yes. She's becoming a bigger character yeah. than we thought she was going to. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We for, I forgot to write one name down. Anne. Yes. How did we miss this? Oh, I want to know. Before we go into Rebecca, let's cover Anne real quick. Yeah, and that will be good to talk about Ryland. Yes. 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 No, we weren't going to mention him at all. (laughs) Well, again, the maid, she's everywhere in this episode. She walks up to Anne at one point in this episode and says, these were delivered for you. And she hands her some flowers. Frisia. Which were not Not that impressive. No, No, but they smell so good. I know. Frisia. I only know what that is because of Bath and Body Works in the 1990s. I had never heard of it. <laughs> it smells so, so good. No, it doesn't. So, <laughs> Fresh flowers. Not if you're a dude. They do. Um, so she gives her flowers, and then she also gives her like a little box, which I thought was like chocolates because I was hungry, apparently, <laughs> with a card. And she opens the card, reads it, and it's from, what's his name? Harris, Harris. or Harris? Harris, Ryland, the man who had pulled the trucks um, the week prior. She went and asked him. It's her mm-hmm. ex-husband. Her ex-husband. Yeah. Yes, he pulled the truck so that JR couldn't get the to get the oil down to the Latin Americans in time. I'm not sure what <laughs> by Friday. From. Yes, by Friday. Yeah. Um, so she gets this this message. This. Uh, these flowers and also a little box. She opens it up and there's a necklace inside of it and she clasps it to her chest and falls to the ground crying as Bobby walks up like, honey, what's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing. She runs into the house. We've never really seen that side of Anne. Right. No. She's, a pretty she's always strong, been so, yeah, she's been very she's, stoic every yeah. episode and she completely lost it. Mm-hmm. And then we see her in her room a little bit later actually putting the necklace on. So, and it looks like a locket. We're all yeah. kind of guessing... You guys thought that maybe they had a child together or lost a child or something years ago or there's right. some sort there's, of tragedy behind there it. There has to be for her for her reaction. Yeah. Right. And I'm wondering if maybe and I I can't remember from the previous seasons if if it was even mentioned mm-hmm. in the first original series. So if anybody knows, yeah. please go to iTunes and let us know if you know the significance of this locket or necklace cuz yeah. I'm really because, curious. Because this this Ryland character is coming into the show a little more. He's, mm-hmm. he's getting woven into a couple different right. storylines. Now we've got the connection with Anne. And also, after John Ross goes to his mom, Sue Ellen, asks her, oh, she looked great this episode, by the way, mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. her to kind of help him out. She's like, I can't really do that. I made a promise to my constituents or, or, to, or to my backers um, as I run for the governor of Texas that... I'm not going to do any of this, this shady stuff. Right. right. No dirty politics. And he makes her feel terrible, and then she then goes to Ryland because they know each other through social circles. Right. So she goes to him, and she's like, look, 
I have a seat. Um, basically, uh, it was the Texas uh, the Railroad, Railroad, Commission. Railroad Commission. And she says, I think you'd be great for it if you could just help me out with this. And he's like, um, I'm not going to make you bribe me. I'll do it as a favor because I think I picked the wrong side you know, mm-hmm. to support in this family feud. She's like, thank you. I really appreciate it. So he's now tied into her. Tied into Anne because right, then she he also made a donation afterwards too. Yeah. So then she that didn't is, want to take right. it. But Did you see the look on we her don't face? know if she took it though because the scene ended he, without. Didn't he grab? He she was grabbed. holding it and she was like this and she had her hand there and the scene ended. She never right, actually took it out of his hand. Yeah, but he said you will take it yes. because people like me need people like you in yes. office. Yes. Right. So we're not sure if Sue Ellen is because she, she's kind of taken the high high road for a lot mm-hmm. of years now and kind of become an upstanding citizen by on her own right. right. She took um, it. She's a politician. It's I know. I know. It'll be interesting to see. Which, yeah. how hard is it to get, rent trucks from someone else? That's, well, that's another had, thing. Well, can, you get it, a, can you rent some trucks? Well, he has kind of a monopoly in Texas. Yeah, yeah. They said there's another big uh, drill going on right now in South Texas, and the other major provider of these trucks is down there being swamped right now for the next couple of weeks. So they said it's going to be, and they have until Friday. Trucks? <laughs> I know, well, we right? could have gotten from another state. Out of state, it would have taken a few mm-hmm. days, he said, and they just don't have the time. They have until Friday. So it kind of had to happen quickly. Yeah. Uh, and we know one thing about the Ewings for sure is they're not really patient people. No. no. When you have that kind of money, you don't need to be. Exactly. Well, one thing, too, just to back up a little bit with, with Harris, is that, you know, after Anne breaks down and cries over this necklace, Bobby storms into his office, and Bobby doesn't punch him. Bobby slaps, slaps him. him. Okay, no, 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 yeah. Slap. Bobby doesn't slap. He backhands him. Yeah. <laughs> And that is so old school Dallas. That is so, yeah. like, b- from the 70s and right. 80s. That's how people used to hit each other. Uh, but that's so, like, emasculating, I yes, think. It's worse right. than a punch. It's when so insulting. It's, it's yeah. so, so insulting. insulting. Especially because every episode awesome. is awesome. <laughs> what it was. I would like to show you, you're not man enough to take a punch. I'm going right. <laughs> to... I used to slap you. AJ that way. That's sort of why we broke up. I used to slap him too, but because he was into that. Um, Inappropriate. <laughs> don't go there, Carrillo. So, but the funniest thing is that Bobby like backhands people, but his wife grabs rifles. Yes. I'm like Bobby. Who wears the pants in that relationship? That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know. So, back to Rebecca. Yes. Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca, Rebecca. Rebecca. So she's, you know, she's trying to get back into the good graces of the family. Mm-hmm. She goes out to the out to the South Fork Ranch. As she's leaving, she's walking out to the car, and she uh, stands there, gets a little bit dizzy for a while, leans on her car, and touches her nose, and realizes she has a bloody nose. Which, in my, in my, in your world, in my world, that clearly means she's pregnant. <laughs> what else would it mean? Every time I get a bloody nose, I take a pregnancy test, right? Or she had and a then cocaine I reach for a wire hanger. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh. But. Apparently, please. Apparently, she she's pregnant somehow. Like, how do you make the jump from I've got a bloody nose to I need to go get tested? Like, don't you have to ask to get tested for a pregnancy? Well, if they're running a lot of tests and they can't figure out what's wrong with her and she had some symptoms, they sometimes they genuinely and just randomly and they're taking well, blood tests and yeah. stuff like that, and that's so how it they would have shown up. I guess that makes sense yeah. because what doctor in his right mind would be like, oh, you have a bloody nose, I'll check right. for a pregnancy. Right. Yeah, I she's having a miscarriage was, through her nose. Like, what, what the heck that? is going on? <laughs> I understand. And we're women, and we yeah. both were like, I don't get. it. I thought maybe yeah. you know you were going straight for the aneurysm. That's what I thought. I thought like an aneurysm or something. Something wrong with the brain. You know, I. I was thinking, you know, what is she really into? Has she been? I thought you know, she'd been partying a little bit too much. Yeah, too hard. Like, right? what's going on? But pregnancy never would have thought. that. I was like hanging out with Lindsay Lohan. Like, what's what's she been up to? They're gonna <laughs> draw she's that. So distraught over yeah. this marriage. Right, yeah, right. You know? I did not see that coming. I did not. enjoy though that Elena took her to the hospital. Yes. And when they were at the hospital, mm-hmm. she told Elena go ahead and go home. But then she stopped her and said to her, "You know what? I'm really sorry that you and Christopher's relationship didn't work out." because of things that I did indirectly. I had no idea when I met him that this had gone down, that Mm -hmm. my brother Tommy had done this. I'm so sorry, and I'm happy that you guys now will have a chance to get back together. Right. Which I felt was as sincere as it could have been. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I mean, obviously, I think she was also trying to test her a little bit to see... By, by Elena's reaction, you can tell if, well, I wonder, if I'm Elena, I'm thinking, or if I'm Rebecca, and I'm saying this to Elena, I'm thinking, well, I can tell by her reaction if they've slept together since we broke up right. a couple days ago. Yeah. So she might have been testing her a little bit as she well. Was, she's also probably thinking, well, she was my maid of honor last week. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> right? So Elena says to her, she goes, that's not going to happen. And she's like, why? She goes, and why did she, she said, why? And then Elena said, because of Christopher. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was kind of like, hmm. So then Elena left, and Rebecca took a taxi 
cab back to South Fork Ranch and uh, to pick up her car. And as she got back, Christopher was coming back in his silent car. And <laughs> they run into each other in the in the driveway. And she's like, before you say anything, I'm just I'm just getting my car and leaving. <laughs> like, all yeah. dramatic. And um, he's like, well, I just wanted to tell you, you know, what you brought us, that, that, that invoice earlier. It, it looks like it's legit. And yeah. she's like, did you guys find the deed? And he says... We're working on it. Yes. Which tells me he still doesn't trust her enough to let her know that. Mm -hmm. Because he's not sure if she's playing him or not yet. Yeah. But they did find the deed. The original. They did. The deed to the Moulin Rouge. The deed. (laughs) So. Well, now knowing that, too, when um, Rebecca goes back and tells Tommy, you know, I'm tired of you thinking you can push me around. I'm done. We're over. This is enough. Take my rings. Go get whatever you can for them and get out of here. But now that he knows that they did find something, I'm wondering if that'll just make him stick around longer to because try to he, see yeah, what else he can but he, do. As he mentions, he's like, because um, apparently Christopher hadn't been on his computer for a while. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Christo- Christopher's on his computer again. Uh, apparently they found a deed, a deed to the mineral rights on South Fork. So they must have found something that that's what we were looking for right. through all these files. And all of a sudden it clicks in his head and mm-hmm. he looks at Rebecca and she's just standing there dead silent. And he's like. You didn't. Which, Rebecca, if you're trying to, like, help, like, have him change his computer out. That's what you should have told him first. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Let's, like, break cover your computer. Let's cover your base. Just buy a new one. Let's cover yeah. your bases a little bit here. Yeah. Sweetheart. Show up with a new MacBook Pro with a bow on it. Exactly. <laughs> here you go. Spill coffee on his computer. Yeah. Something. 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 No, nope, but... she's not really thinking. Well, because... and I'm wondering, too, if Tommy's going to want to be around more because she is pregnant and try to manipulate her to kind of get because, Yeah, out because of it. she says to him, I do love him. I am in love with him and I'm pregnant. Yeah. Which yes. I also took that scene with who knows that I thought what if he's the father? Tommy? Like a, yeah, because I mean she didn't really say it was very, very I mean we always thought that there was a little shenanigans maybe yeah. between them. Mm-hmm. What if it's that not really be... her brother or what if it is her brother? Ew. And she's pregnant by him. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this show does take place in Texas. Hey, inappropriate, hey, hey. inappropriate. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so I'm a Texan here. We don't do that. <laughs> right, clearly, clearly. But that's that. They yeah. could go a lot of ways between first cousins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Correct. Which is legal in more states than gay marriage. Just oh, saying. don't go there. But he he Stop does make it. some valid points. Yes, it, it could get real dicey. It could. It absolutely could. We've thought that from the get go that they they may or may not. It gets more complicated really with each there. episode. It's kind of like the old saying, ignorance is bliss. The more I know, the less I feel like I know about the show. Yeah, it just gets more and more confusing. Thank God they already got picked up for season two, or I'd be like, I'd be like sweating. I'd be like breaking out in hives every day, like wondering if they're going to try to wrap this up in four more episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, and to be honest, the episodes just get better and better they as do. they go. They really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're more, I, I'm more enthralled every episode. I'm like, oh, what are they doing now? Yeah. You know, because like the first episode was so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And now, now it's just like oh, I'm this is really awesome. really proud of TNT actually because especially it's such an iconic show there probably aren't many shows more iconic than Dallas right and yeah. to tackle that material and to do it the way they have it's a great show right every single episode has gotten better and better yeah and I don't know how they do it not a lot I mean shows nowadays can't do that and they're not being compared to anything this is being compared to the original 14 right. seasons it's also shot yeah. so beautifully it just yes. looks like pristine it looks gorgeous when yeah. you watch the show yeah it and the really does. writing is so great it's they've got great one liners it's mm-hmm. not it's you smart know, it's, it is it's not as cheesy I, as I thought it might right. be yeah. so that's you know it, that's been re- really refreshing and they see. pay homage to the original characters all the time yes there's such there's such respect to the, to the original show that I love because mm-hmm. you really could turn off all those fans very quickly if you, if you don't acknowledge right. mm-hmm. you know? and I think that's what a lot of other reboots or remakes or whatever you want to call them they go into that problem they try to change too quickly mm-hmm. and like kind of get rid of like the old cast that maybe came in and it just sort of just turns into something else which yeah where's I, Jenny Garth on 90210 why isn't she the counselor anymore exactly <laughs> I stopped watching it when she left I got mad <laughs> I, I, I got through Shannon Doherty leaving but when Jenny Garth was gone I was like uh uh-uh, uh I'm done done I'm hitting it if Sue Ellen ever leaves the show not watching it again <laughs> just kidding I love JR too much <laughs> oh well yeah but just the whole but like we've talked about this millions of times but just having them all together and them all working together and mm-hmm. how they all mold together the new characters old characters is just so good and yeah. it's just once again the writers and them doing it and doing there was one job. thing that was a little ridiculous in this episode you what? know I always have to bring out the ridiculous <laughs> was when he was looking at whatever that signature was that um Rebecca handed him yes. and he said he says I recognize this signature it's one of the, my old um, daddy's hunting buddies how what? would you remember that from your childhood <laughs> excuse me sir 
Yeah. Who wrote that line? Yes. That was every <laughs> I recognize the signature yeah. of one of my dad's old hunting buddies. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, what a memory. It was his lawyer, though, right? His hunt, One of his hunting buddies used to do the legal stuff oh, for that. I guess that, that might said? make a little more but sense. But that's just a stretch. No, it is. You're right. I just want to live in a family where, like, attorneys are part of your everyday life. <laughs> you know? Like, what? Exactly. I want to have that kind of money where I have to talk to my attorney every day. Well, marry an attorney. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. I could. I could marry... Hmm, who can I marry? Nikki Newman from Young and the Restless. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wait, she's not real. She's not real. Sorry, Melody Thomas. So we have a couple more things we want to uh, wrap up this episode, but I think before we do that, we should probably take a commercial break. Yeah. 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 Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Stick it out in the back. Here? I feel like I have a chunk of hair sticking out. Do I? It's from all those wigs you wear on the weekend. I do. I love a good wig. I have a wig drawer. We'll talk about that some other episode. It's an actual fact. So, this episode. A couple things I think we learned from this episode. That you can win by being honest and working hard, as, as Bobby and Christopher show. Mm-hmm. Um, they teach John Ross a very serious lesson. I don't know how long that lesson will last or if it'll stick, but in the meantime, yeah. Well, I think that I don't think that he's mad. I think he's scared. Yes. There's yes, the difference because yes, sure. that was a look of like I'm dead. Like, Terror. Right. You just killed me. Do look. we think though that John Ross is more afraid of going to prison or of his daddy? I think he's more afraid of the Venezuelans. Yes. Right. Well, um, yeah, that's what I, I think. That was my next option. I was giving to <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, that's what I think. I think he's really scared of those people. That right. Vincent scared the bejesus well, out of Well, because he even says when the PI guy comes in and says, do you think Christopher really to give that DVD to the police? He says, you know, if we don't get this oil out, it doesn't matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he that goes back to, yeah, he's a little bit terrified of the deal that they made. Yeah. More so than I think anything else. And Rebecca's pregnant. Rebecca's pregnant. We all know how that works out on the Ewing family when somebody gets pregnant unexpectedly. Yeah. You get real real dicey, real interesting. And right? we also learned that you never call a crazy woman crazy. You don't call a crazy woman crazy. <laughs> and what else did we learn? I thought I learned something else. That you're all had and no cattle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I do love that. And we also learned that the maid has a lot more control than we ever thought. Yeah. She lets anybody into the ranch. Everyone walks on in. Whatever. She's she's in control of that place. And we learned that JR's henchman is not the guy from Harry Potter. No. Nope. He is nope. not. And we learned that Elena just happens to just live on the ranch for no particular reason other yeah. than her mom works there. She grew up there. It's like it's her home. Okay, what what a gig. How many maids do you know that have their, their family get to live in a beautiful mansion on a ranch? Right. I, mean, and I want that job. Only exactly. in Texas. Or I want to be one of these guys who works on the ranch where they hand out hundreds to them to watch over and they grab their rifles. Right. You're like, already on salary. You're getting tipped <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> what the heck? It's an extra duty. Apparently. <laughs> and she's precious. She is. That's she, precious. It's so precious that he leaves her naked in a bathtub with some crazy woman exactly. running around. Yeah, after searching the apartment or the house for three minutes. <laughs> not no, even, not even right. three, three seconds. seconds. And going to the apartment and finding that Marta's not there. She has hauled butt yeah. out of that apartment and nobody knows where she's at. And that apartment's like 200 square feet. I'd be like, I needed more room. Well, it's a yeah. hotel room, wasn't it? Because he had yeah, like a key maybe. card. To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's a hotel. Mm. She's crazy. Yeah. She's going to pop up all, all over the place. Yeah. She's nuts. I yeah. like her. We're going to see some boiling bunnies, I think, pretty soon. Boiling <laughs> bunnies. <laughs> Is that normal in your oh, world? Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Uh, I've never seen Can it. we hashtag oh boiling gosh, bunnies? Have you never seen that? Oh my God, I don't appreciate <gasps> Are you getting serious? screamed at. No, I've never seen it. Neither have I. Oh, that's oh really? Is, is that so shocking? Yeah, it actually is. Have you guys seen Boat Trip? 
Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm trying to think of the gayest movie I can think of all of a sudden. I don't know. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. Yes. But that movie's great. That movie's Too amazing. Wong Fu. Yes, I actually have seen it. So, do, we guys, do you guys have any 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 news? Do you well. Have any, what, what have we been hearing? TV news. What I do Go have ahead. is that I ran into Josh Henderson at the Playboy Mansion on That's Monday definitely night. news. Yes. Oh. Fantastic. Was there yeah. any shenanigans going on? Uh, well, he was actually kind of boring. I was a little, <laughs> um, you know, a little kind of depressed about What about, about the that. mansion in general? Well, the mansion is never boring. Exactly. But he was there with a guy friend of his, and they were kind of running, you know, walking around very casually. He's a little, you know, a little bit holding more petite. Holding hands. Than, Just kidding. No, they yeah. were not holding hands. I wish. But did you go was, say hi? I did go say hi. He was really nice, and, you know, he was really friendly with everyone. But I think um, I think he's a little, you know, he's a little shy in Everything life, I've heard so. about him, because I know a few people that know him. My sister's met him. She's hung him before. Everybody mm-hmm. says he's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. really, really oh, yeah. nice. He was talking to everybody. A lot of people were stopping him asking for pictures and all I also, that. I also keep hearing kind of keep reading that there's some animosity between him and Jesse Metcalf. Yeah. Oh. That they're not really getting along very well. Yep. That was in Star Bit, of, bit of a power struggle. I don't I know how true know. that is, but I've, I've read it on a few sites online. I wonder if there's anything to that or if they're just trying to stir up the pot. I think they create. might just be trying to stir in the pot because these guys have been friends for a really long time. Yeah. They've known each other for years and years mm-hmm. and years. He tweeted a picture recently of them from like, the, you know, really? early 2000. They've That's really known cool. each other for a while. So I don't know. They used to both hang out at Saddle Ranch like before Dallas, which is <laughs> That's like, you know, that must have been... They were prepping, prepping for the show. They were preparing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Riding right. the mechanical bull. <laughs> Having a Texas tea. Can we not advertise for Saddle Ranch right now? True, that's true. Please. <laughs> let's move on to predictions. I'm going to start with you, Ryan Allen Carrillo. Me? Now, let's see. You're after Buzz TV. You can talk over it. Oh, sorry. I get, I'm, still, I'm still fairly new. No, um, I think there's going to be... Uh, some cliff. Well, I'm hoping because you know Jr. I live for him that there's going to be some more Cliff Barnes action in Vegas. There's going to be something with that storyline is like being very hidden, and for the fact that he has like a henchman with him shows that there's like some shenanigans hopefully going to happen there soon. Yeah. Mm. And you, Kelly? I don't know. I think that I think Sue Ellen's going to go down this dirty road she doesn't really want to go down. I think she's going to take the money and then all of a sudden she's going to be wheeling and dealing left and right. And I think she absolutely will be the Texas governor and then it's just going to get crazier. Mm -hmm. I hope she starts drinking again. That would be fun. (laughs) But to go on to Mm -hmm. what you're saying, and she always says to John Ross, I have your back. Mm -hmm. You ever notice that? All the time. Even when she says no. And then goes back and rekins and does what he wanted her to do in the first place. So... Her character could very easily spiral out of control because she was a train wreck for yeah. so many years. And that's like, you know, real life, too. Addicts and stuff, they go through, you know, horrible relapses. And, like, that would be... Again, it happens to Nikki Newman all the time. Every few years on Young and the Rest, she goes back to rehab for right. drinking. Happened I to me on 4th show. of July. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it happened to everyone. <laughs> I still made it, here, ladies. I really had to work. I, uh, throw, I, I threw up in that bathroom and still did the show. My predictions are, as we come to the end of season one, we've got four more episodes. They've been a little bit light on the main, the original characters the last couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, just bits and pieces. I think that I think this this first season is going to end with big, big storylines for all of the major characters. I think that you're going to find out what's going on uh, J.R. and Cliff Barnes. I think that Sue Ellen is going to be right smack dab in the middle of all this. And I think that Bobby will be too. I'm really excited about that because they've been playing these periphery characters that they, I think they've had to really build up in the middle of the season mm-hmm. since it's a short first season because mm-hmm. um, they really need you to latch on to these characters Rebecca and Elena and, and John Ross and Christopher but I think when it comes down to the end of the season I think these original characters are going to show these newbies how it's done because yeah. nobody does cliffhangers like Dallas right oh, you know no. so I'm, I'm excited I'm excited we've got four episodes left we'll be back here same time uh, same place next week you guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson at Lulichin <laughs> again it's not rocket science Looking people here, like. come on you can follow me at Lula Cherry Films on Twitter. <laughs> you can follow me at Kelly with an IE079. And me, Ryan Allen Carrios, two R's and two L's. Thanks for stopping by, guys. We'll see you again next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 